five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. We're going to be talking about direct mail today a lot, and we're going to give you a lot of ideas. It's going to be almost a master class on direct mail. But before we do, I want to get you over to the Snickers commercial. Uh, we've got Mr. Bean in a ninja setting, and it's a little long, so let's, um, and I'm trying to get it. There we go. Trying to get it to fit in that space a little better. There we go. Okay, and I've adjusted the sound a little. Okay, he's he's with the ninja team and he's trying to he's trying to do his ninja thing, but he's dropping bricks and he's just having a lot of trouble. Mr. Bean. Think about our training. They say. And then he goes and he crashes through the roof. And they all surround him. You lose focus when you're hungry. Try a Snickers. <laughs> Better? Better. Get some nuts. Get some nuts. So anyway, I like that. I really do. Anyway, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't like it so much. But um, I just wanted to start with that. We talked about that one yesterday, about whether there's humor. And uh, somebody wrote me a long, uh, or somebody wrote actually wrote a long reply uh, to that article. I should look him up. Let's see. I'll, I'll, put his, I'll put his name in the show notes. Let's see if I can get, uh, I don't think I can quickly get to that. But anyway, I'll look. And, um, yeah, I don't see it. Don't see it handy. So, uh, oh, David Foley's out. I was sending me a message. He's got something for me to look at. Oh, some nice pictures. Some catalogs. Okay. Um, so, David, if you're on, I, I see that you sent me something, but I can't see it in the middle. So, anyway, let's uh, let's get over to the news get rid of that okay first quad reports third quarter 23 sales drop and um you know joel had something to say quite a bit they went from 700 million last year to i mean what from 830 million last year to 700 million this year uh they're they were still profitable 57 million but last year was 69 million for the quarter and um, they always put them backwards, and, and their profits aren't this, that far off this year. 173 million last year, 168 million this year. So very, very little change. Uh, probably this won't drive the stock through the roof. But <laughs> and uh, this is what Joel had to say to the shareholders. Okay, our distinction as a marketing experience or MX company resonates with brands and marketers because we seamlessly unite all essential resources required for frictionless, scalable marketing execution. That's one sentence. Our unparalleled integrated marketing platform provides our clients with a better marketing experience so they can focus on delivering the best customer experience. Yeah, I'd like I would love to have him say how this makes more money for their clients, but he doesn't. Um, interesting at the very bottom of the article, there's a, a net sales breakdown. And what I noticed was that their integrated marketing, the, the very thing that Joel is touting 
uh, is down. Okay. On the other hand, catalogs are up. <laughs> okay. Though targeted marketing is down. Okay. And, and, you know, the mail. The only bright spot, I mean, one of the few bright spots is in catalog. One of the other bright spots that's up is a magazine, which is kind of funny. Um, and long run is up as a percentage of sales. So it's like, you know, they, they, they remind me of all the catalogers who've gone digital. You know, digital is the thing. We're going to, we're going to modernize. We're going to go digital. And then they go under because they don't realize that the digital customer is, is garbage in comparison to the catalog customer, right? Just plain flat out. Let's talk it straight. And so Joel keeps talking like he wants to, you know, it's like, he, why don't you move to New York City, Joel, instead of down the street from me? Uh, so that you can ho- hoity toity and go to cons and, uh, con and all that other stuff. Uh, it's just, it's always been sad for me because I've helped Quad add millions and millions of, of catalog circulation to their, to their print runs. And they keep emphasizing hyper targeting. Quad keeps trying to get out of the catalog business, but that's what keeps holding them up. Okay. Trish Witkowski is going to end her fold of the week. Um, regular YouTube video. She has, according to this article, which is PI World, she has 30,000 subscribers, but YouTube says she has 14,000. So I don't know. Uh, 650 episodes, which is really good uh, for a weekly show. Um, way more subscribers than I have. You know, I don't usually send you over to, to LinkedIn um, or I mean to uh, YouTube. I, I get my I get my interaction on LinkedIn, which reminds me, you know, I've had a few companies come to me with their mailing pieces and ask me to look them over or ask me how they might work direct mail into their advertising mix. And um, I recommend that if you want to do that, you know, I'd love to hear from you. My phone number is down below. David Foley encouraged me to put that there. You can also see my email scrolling by. But um, I also suggest that you that you uh write uh, i'm sorry that you join the wdma it's about i think it's it's a little over 200 dollars. i think it's about 250 dollars for an individual membership you know if we do it a lot you probably want to do a corporate which is about 700 dollars, 699 or something um that really does encourage me it really supports the work we do here and um you know, it's a lot, you know, I get more than that per, per hour. So it's a really good deal. If you just want to talk, just join the WDMA and support the work. But anyway, so she's going to change to an online course. She's been thinking of doing that for a couple of years. It's 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 not so easy. The software, the support, you know, the quizzes at the end, What it depends on how comprehensive you want it to be. But if you really want it to be comprehensive, it's quite a bit of work. Um, but I wish her well. Good luck, Trish. Um, Direct Mail Guide for Small Business by Kylie Kuglowski. Um, just a really great article. I'm only going to try and get through half of it today because there's so much. And, and, and sadly, the best stuff is at the bottom where she gives examples. And uh, they're really some great, great, fun examples. Um, she says everybody's doing digital these days, but uh, 
But physical correspondence has some advantages. What does that mean? Well, something that gets delivered in the mail that identifies your business has a call to action, uh, a response device, we used to call it, and uh, she suggests incorporating a QR, which I al always do, and then building a landing page. You know, if more mailers did just those four steps, <laughs> I think they'd have a better results. You know, it's simple, but it's not easy. Okay, so is direct mail marketing still useful? Um, according to a marketing survey, there's some great links in this article too. If you want the links, go over to WDMA.org and and uh, subscribe. It's under the join, WDMA.org slash join. It's free. And then you can access the show notes every day. WDMA takes a little while to load because I've got all the podcasts forever which is about, I would guess, about a 1,000 podcasts come up on the front page. We got to fix that. <laughs> got to move that into another section because it's just too much. It's no fun. Uh, we'll get that. But, you know, uh, it's something to do with the template, and I don't know quite how. But anyway, um, Jetmail noted that some of their campaigns with just 2,500 mailers yield a 30% response rate, which would be 750 responses. Now, I would suggest that you mail a little more than that because one of the great benefits of direct mail that's not included in this article is that you can test a b split but you don't want to base it on just a handful of responses so what i was taught uh, by vic hunter in the beginning was that you want to you want to get you want to mail a, a cell or a split of whatever will get you at least 50 orders that that gives you a good confidence interval it's not quite as simple as that but that's a good rule of thumb and it, it does really work you know and even at the very beginning stages uh you think it's going to flip but it never does it just always seems to come in as the the random way that you would expect it to come so i'm gonna see if i'm still broadcasting over here okay so what are the direct mail advantages okay it's interactive and Adding to what, what, um, is this is Kylie? Yeah, this is Kylie. What Kylie has to say, uh, direct mail, of course, we know who's getting it. We know who we sent it to, which is something that they, that, that the digital doesn't know for the most part. You know, there, you can upload a list to Facebook and to, uh, digital ad network. You can, you can actually upload a list of addresses and they will tell you that they delivered them, but, it's not easy to tell, right? They don't have informed delivery like USPS. So we know that it, we know who it went to, but you know, most broadcast and most digital, you don't know who they sent it to, you know. And if they sent it, which you don't always know, you don't know how many were bots, you don't know how many were paying attention, right? Or were even in front of the TV. But if they were in front of the TV, were they paying attention? Whereas in direct mail, we know there's engagement. But we know it gets. We know we know who it went to. We know there's. It went to a decision maker at the household because not everybody is allowed to throw the direct mail away. We know that they had to make a decision: keep it, act on it, or throw it away. Again, Kylie doesn't get this deep in it. And then, of course, we can trigger a decision. Okay, it's more memorable because there's 10 times more neural receptors in your brain for touch than there is for sight. Uh, you can evoke an emotional response, you know, if it reminds you of mail in the past. Um, but, you know, just without that, there's more engagement. Okay, um, and direct mail 
is very, very scalable. You can reach more customers, right? Because not everybody's paying attention to their digital. And it's very creative. Go back to Trish's website, uh, Fold Factory, or uh, her her YouTube page, Fold Factory, and you can see, uh, you can look at 600 different pages or videos, they're very short, about how direct mail can be done. And it's uh, it's very, very thorough, okay? There's less competition in the mailbox. As Quad points out, direct mail is down, right? Continues to go down. So I'm not really faulting Quad. I, I just wish they'd put forward the the quality of their print more and and the and the MX, whatever that is, less. Okay, drawbacks, it takes a while. People say it's expensive, but yesterday's show, if you go back to that, I pointed out that one study showed the cost per time of engagement and that mail gets 150 seconds of engagement. You know, where they come up with this, I'm not sure, compared to a 30-second TV spot or something like that. You know, compared to a Super Bowl ad, you know, direct mail is a bargain. And we've seen that over and over. You know, it's it's not so much how costly something is, it's how effective it is. And you got to divide it by the cost. Hard to measure. I, I, I would say, no, that's absolutely wrong. We can match back the addresses to the responders. And it's extraordinarily easy to measure. And better yet, if you're doing a regular mail program and you stop, you'll see an impact, right? And when you drop mail, oftentimes you'll see a boost. Rarely in digital will you see either of those two things. You know, you'll have to rely on clicks and bots and all kinds of stuff. Direct mail isn't editable. I think that was funny just because, you know, yeah, right. You have to be careful. It takes it takes work. And that's why it's valued more. Do you get that? You know, we take care. People who call it junk don't realize that it is very carefully done. And because it costs a little bit, we don't want to mail anyone who isn't interested, right? But one of the things baked into mail is that we know because there's engagement, we know who looked at it, thought about it, made a decision, and didn't buy. And no other media gives you that. Although Peg Peg promised we're going to talk this next week. Uh, Peg Kuman, we were on the ANA panel uh, on Wednesday, and she promised to show me how she can do, uh, she can deliver the engaged non-buyers in digital uh, i have yet to see it but i believe it when i see it so i'm open to being persuaded okay um and yeah not all lists are ac are accurate but you know there's a lot of tools to make them more accurate uh and uh, i mean people move and change but even that you can get from the postal service the changes of address sometimes those are worth mailing on their own okay uh how much does direct mail cost this was <laughs> this was <laughs> Comical. Three cents to two dollars per piece. Uh, big big ones can be ten dollars. Little ones can be forty four cents. That range is just way too big. Um, you know that would be a reason to give me a call. Tell me what you're trying to do, and uh, and if you're really serious, we'll get you some quotes. But um, how does direct mail marketing work? We're gonna do that one for tomorrow. But lastly, I just want to talk about Nick. Kalenda's got another really interesting little post. Justify why customers reached the end. And I, I hope Sarah Fisher watches this one because I wonder if her tool could do this. You know, 
and uh, he says, you know, people browse and browse, and then they and then they get to the end, and they and they think, well, there wasn't anything I was, you know, I was going to buy today, so there must not be a it must not be a catalog I'm interested in. And he says that studies show that we're not so simple as it that makes it sound. You know, you say, well, I feel hungry, I eat something, right? But sometimes, more often than not, I eat something and then I say, yeah, that really helped my hunger. That's the Snickers. I always loop these back, you know, if you, if you hang on to the end. <laughs> sometimes we justify our behavior. We, be, we do what we want and then we think up the reason, right? Absolutely right. Humans often act, then justify with logic. This fallacy called rationalization can be seen in cognitive dissonance and other pivotal theories. See Cushman 2020. There's a link at the bottom of this article. It also happens in e-commerce. If a customer reaches the end of your catalog, they might infer, I guess I don't like any of these products. But were they disinterested or merely indecisive? At the end of your catalog, insert a statement to shift their rationale from dis dis dislike to indecision. Can't decide? Take our quiz to find the right product. Can't decide? Let our experts help. Can't decide? Build your own bundle. That's this is this is this is uh, this is gold for Sarah Fletcher, who does who who has a Shopify app that helps make the customer engagement much more much more uh, long. It, it, they stay longer and they remember it more and it's just all good. And so, Sarah, when they try to leave, this would be the thing to give them. Even if they don't click on it, it makes them wonder what they were really thinking. And of course, as humans, we don't really know what we're really thinking. So here's the article. That, here's the uh, scientific article that tells you, but you know in your heart, you all know that you do something, you do what you want, and then you rationalize it. Have a great day. Like and share. I hope you enjoyed this, and you know we'll fix face, we'll fix LinkedIn if we have to. But be sure to call. Give me a call. Join the WDMA. It really encourages me in this crazy endeavor. Bye bye.